Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Beyond the Bulletin, your favorite parish podcast here at St. Anthony of Padua. Uh, I am joined, well, first of all, I'm not introducing Mr. Michael Gormley uh, because Gomer's not here. He abandoned me for his other podcast that he has to record, but that's okay because I've got someone, a special guest today that I'm so excited to uh, have a conversation with and introduce many of you to many of you know her. I am joined by the lovely Miss Tracy Mish. Hello, how are Mish, you? Mish, I always mis- mispronounce it. Mish, like a mission. I know. Going on a mission. I always, okay, it's embarrassing because I've known you for three years that I still do that, but it's like I, I see it in my head and I want to pronounce it, but it is Mish. Well, not if you're German. If you're German, it's Mish. It is and, Mish then. And the. So I'm not wrong. But, but the Texas Mishes didn't get the memo, so oh, they say it wrong. Fair enough. Fair so, enough. You, so you can pick, pick, your, pick it, All right. whichever. So, I'll answer to either. So, Tracy, tell everyone about yourself, your role here at the parish. What do you do? Um, I think on my Slack little um, uh, bio line where you can uh-huh. say what you are, who you are, it says, helping work feel a little less like work. That's exactly what you do. I, I, it really is. <laughs> I, um, I spend time with the people here on staff and listen to what causes them difficulty in being efficient at yeah. their jobs and try to dream up new, fun, exciting, technological, automated ways to make work feel a little less like work. Yeah. So like on your business card, it says data manager, but it's so much more than that. That's a terrible title. In fact, I think we should give you the same title that Jay Martin have has, which is creative services technician. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Sure. <laughs> because you kind of do it, you just do it in a different way. It's more behind the scenes. Um, and then it's not just with, uh, staff. It's also with, with and for the parishioners ultimately. Ultimately. Absolutely. So when people email support at ap.church, this is the face behind this support. is support. <laughs> so how long have you been doing this uh, for the parish? Actually, when I got up this morning, I told Mark, I said, he's going to ask me how long you've been here. <laughs> and I meant to go look it up because I really, I don't remember. I, I know it was after my son was born. So I'm guessing somewhere around 2010. Yeah, I think that sounds familiar because it was around the time that I was youth minister here that I remember seeing you for the first time kind of like in the hallways. It was like around the time that y'all were doing the logo design, the last logo. Mm-hmm. Um, parish logo with the cross and all that. And there was like a rebrand and that was kind of when you started coming on board to things, right? Yes. I remember. And and this is how it started. So 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. That's a long time. It does, but it goes by so fast. That's good. I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah. (laughs) What, what, which has been the slower end of that the last three years or (laughs) the seven years before that? No, you know, it, it just, I think it's just a function of age, you know, things just, uh, just speed up and, and before you know it, 10 years is gone. Yeah. It, it, it really, I, I've had fun doing all the things that I've done here. Yeah. So you have, um, you and your husband, Mark have three kids. Mm-hmm. Tell us about them. Um, my daughter, Margaret is the oldest and she's 22. She mm-hmm. works at a Dell call center for uh, small business reps, but she's not Chip in, off the old block, but she's not <laughs> in the Dell call center anymore because they, um, they've closed it down and sent everybody to work remotely. Right. And so she moved back into my house cause I have really great internet and I cook for her. So 
I mean, I, I, we might move in. So yeah. hearing that, <laughs> all I need is good internet and good cooking and I'm sold. Okay, so she, she had a recent claim to fame with Dell. What was she it? She did, and it's still running. Um, she uh, uh, got an email or Mark got an email that somebody saw it yesterday. She was selected to uh, participate in a Dell small business television commercial that ran on national TV. Like um, somebody saw it on Good Morning America, and it was also um, – during a golf game, like uh, he was yeah. watching the golf a golf tournament over yeah. the weekend and saw it. So, yeah, super proud of her. I, she it was really funny the first time I saw it when you you sent me the link to it because it literally it was like seeing college Tracy at oh, work. Oh, you think? Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I, she, I know she works now, but like it was you know she's in her her early twenties and it was it was uncanny actually. <laughs> it was funny. I was a little bit sad though because I was hoping she was going to be the new uh, dude you're getting Adele like. I thought that oh, I thought yeah. that was the route we were going with it. No, it's very it's a very COVID commercial. You know, here's yeah. your small business rep working from home. Yeah, yeah, which she does, which yes. is real. Mm-hmm. So, For sure. Um, okay, so Margaret, and then my second daughter is Meredith, and she is going into her senior year at Texas A and M. She is studying. Whoop. Um, yeah, is that Gig- correct? Gigamax. She's studying <laughs> um, management information systems. So okay. also. Chip off the old block. Computer geek. There's yeah, there's something y'all are hardwired a different way. It's awesome. Um, so she's she's doing real well. She actually she starts week after next, and she's kind of like, Mom, I don't know that I really want to go back. I said, Oh yeah, 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 you got to go back. It's your last year. You have to experience what there is to experience. But she also has enjoyed living at home and yeah. So she more like a homebody, like she, yeah, okay. Yeah. And then Donovan. Donovan is um, 16. Yeah. And he's going into his, uh, so- no, junior year. Right. Junior year of high school. And um, in a couple of weeks, he will finally be confirmed. Awesome. Yeah, because he went through the, pro- the program. Are you all excited for that? Yes. Have yeah. Y'all, now, have like y'all to get some closure. To, yeah. Uh, to no, the, not the closure. Year. It's just the beginning. But, it's the but, sacrament. But, you know. To, yeah, the, to the whole process in the program yeah. and to have that uh, celebration yeah. is, it's going to be nice. It's, and he's going to get confirmed by Father Tom, which is really neat. Do you know what he calls it? What? He gets to join the Jesus Club. Oh, <laughs> Donovan <laughs> is like the coolest kid. He 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 babysat my boys once and they, uh, they still ask about him uh, because they just he's the only boy babysitter that they've had. So it was a totally different experience. It was awesome. And he's such a trooper. Um, but I still feel like he's never going to come back because of how that babysitting experience ended. Which, oh, he will. No, I know, but it was so funny. I have to share it. So he falls asleep on the couch watching a movie and my wife and I walk in from our date night and homeboy can sleep. He was oh, yeah. out. Like he was out like a, 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 I mean, he was just solid rock, not waking up. And so I had to like, nudge him a few times and I think I startled him because he just like opens his eyes and it's like me and I'm like hey man and I think he kind of forgot where he was it was like one of those kind of sleeps it's first time over at our house but great babysitter highly recommend no one else is allowed to steal him though um so okay so let's talk about you're in the the support area of our our church what are you seeing how are you seeing like everything COVID and stuff impacting our parishioners and what are you seeing them struggling with the most from your perspective? Wow. That's a really, that's a big question. Well, like this is your opportunity. I mean, they're all, 
they're all watching by the thousands and the millions uh, and listening. So I, I think it's been exceptionally <laughs> quiet. It's okay. it's an exceptionally quiet time anyway. Yeah, summertime. Um, during the summer um, because people have finished up all of their um, their sacraments and their classes and they they go visit and 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 we haven't even had it really any of that because it's been yeah the quarantine um so i think that it's been even quieter than normal yeah I really do. So, okay, well then let me ask you this because we know that people are trying to like video conference to stay in touch with people. So what are, what would be your top three tips that you could give maybe someone who's not as tech savvy on like how to like use a zoom or something like that based on some of the things you've seen? Um, YouTube videos are your friend. If there is anything that you don't understand how to do, believe me, somebody in this world that is so true. has created a YouTube video yep. for Every single thing, everything. Yeah. So I figured out how to winterize my uh, my irrigation system because I'd never had one until the house we currently live in. I taught myself all on YouTube. Oh, it's everything. Somebody has posted an internet video on everything. Yeah. I, I learned how to build my kitchen table on YouTube. It is. It is. <laughs> it is truly the this generation's uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah. So if y'all remember that, like yeah. Encyclopedia Britannica, that that's that's it. I use YouTube more for that type of stuff than anything else. Like you, there's a lot of content on YouTube. You can use it for pure entertainment purposes. Um, for me, it's more like good housekeeping purposes and either how to do like things, you know, like mail merge. Like that's how I taught myself how to do mail merges was through YouTube and things like that. It's just, it's so great. And it's also great because you don't have to feel like you're bothering someone or like it's out there. The answer is out there on everything tech wise, how to live stream, how to, do whatever. So I agree with that. That's a great tip. The second big tip that I would give people as um, technology progresses for as far as security goes, if you get to a website and it asks you to either enter your email address or enter your mobile phone number, always pick your mobile number. Yeah, it's always it's just it's it's going to be a much better user experience for you if they offer to type in your phone number to type in your phone number. You're also going to get less spam that way. And it's oh. much easier if you do get spam through a text to just say stop yeah. than it is to go through the unsubscribe button in an email that's hidden somewhere at the bottom and all that. Well, and also, it it you don't have to remember your phone number. Like, you know what your phone number is. You you may have six different email addresses. Right. And, and, and which one did you use? I don't know. You yeah. Know. Yeah. That, I mean, that's why we switched to like push pay and planning center and all these things, church center for managing things in the parish. And I think actually it scared some people at the beginning. Like they were like, what oh, do yeah. you mean? Like, this is too simple. You want me to put my credit card information in after this? Like, no, it's actually, I think it's more secure um, because it is your phone number and you, you're not going to forget it. And you don't have to get into the, the password game as much. Right. There is no password. Right. The it, password changes the, every time. Yes. Yeah. That's great. So um, I, f I find that people, when you were, your question that you asked me about, um, like what are the questions or problems, I, I'd say a lot of times I have problems if people choose to use their email instead of their phone number, and then yeah. th that, that, that can cause some, some hiccups. Yes, yes. Um, okay, number three. I can't think of a number three. Oh. I can think of one. Okay, go ahead. Well, this is this is very specific to online giving. So if you give in push pay, if you do your online giving, 
PushPay only operates on one person, so it doesn't operate necessarily like in households, multiple people. So make sure you pick the same person every time to handle your online giving in your household. If you can, you don't have to, but some people will have their finances split in their household. But if you, if you don't and you're okay with it, that is a much easier way to manage the whole system from our perspective. And we know that it is a household giving, not just the individual, so you don't have to worry about that. But for the sake of um, keeping the data straight, it's definitely helpful if you stick to one person in the household managing the online giving. All of that is a true statement. <laughs> and it's been very uh, recently brought to light by us. So, um, but you know, and we, we figure it we, out. One thing Christine used to was always be um, fond of saying is you have to meet people where they are. And totally. I, I truly believe that in, in yeah. all things, um, not only in their faith, but also in their ability to deal with technology. Yeah. You just, it, well, and, and, and honestly, like when we've talked about, I think some of our frustration when we when these things happen is not with the parishioner. It's in the fact that we can't just easily serve the parishioner and we oh, feel absolutely. like we're going to confuse them and they're not going to understand. So, yeah, I, that's more of where our angst comes from is when we can't, when there's something inhibiting us from making it as easy as possible for the parishioner. And it's so hard when people call. Like, it really is difficult to... Um, you know, they know what the screen looks like and they know yeah. what screen they're on and they know what button they're pushing. And I just have to imagine it. Right. Because it's their home computer. It's not like you can log into full story or something like that and watch what they're doing. Which, by the, do you know what full story is? Uh, no. Huh? Full, full story is this. Uh, it's a company that tech companies use um, to watch how their customers are using their product. Mm, yeah. And so and you don't even know it. So like you call, you're using their product and you call this company and you're like, well, blah, blah, this is what I'm doing. They're like, that's not what you did because I watched you rage click on this button over here. You know what a rage click is, right? <laughs> yes. click, 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 click. Yeah, rage clicking is the funniest thing in the world. It's like if you click it more, it's going to do something different. Not necessarily. It's still a computer. <laughs> you know, that's interesting because um, that reminds me of a couple of weeks ago, I was on that uh, development call with the PushPay um, software yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And um, so they display a, a prototype of a screen. Right. This is what it's going to look like. Yeah. And then they just simply watch, what do I pick to click? Yeah, like, that's, that's it, full story. Yeah. What, what, how, if I told you to do this, how would you get there? Yeah. And I think it's interesting that... It's um, a brilliant technology mm -hmm. that I'm like, I'm upset I didn't think of it, as sure. I am with most things that someone else had a great idea with. You bet. <laughs> All right, so... Um, all right. So we've talked about, Oh, hold on. I have a, can I add a fourth? Sure. Stop using internet Explorer. It's a non-existent oh, yeah, browser yeah. that should not be used beyond 2015. It's never going to get updated. Stop using it. Websites don't work with it anymore. That's it. Ding, 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 ding. We even put it on our website because we had to let people know. All right. So, uh, we we're talking a lot about tech. Let's talk about Michael Gormley. Are you going to join us? No, you can't just watch. Go, come sit up here. Come put on the microphone and, and let's chat. Oh, here he is. He joined. <laughs> he got done with his other uh, with his other podcast, so he gets to join. He's not even plugged in yet. Before he's plugged in, your least favorite things about Michael Gormley. Go. <laughs> his stupid haircut. <laughs> I just kidding. can't think of any. Oh, she's so sweet. I can. Think you of are so sweet. Yeah, you you got. You, you want me to come up with something? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, so we were just talking, we just went through the top 
three, but then it became top four tech recommendations that we had for parishioners. Ooh, nice. Um, so you missed out on that. Okay. But uh, that's where we're at right now. What do you mean tech recommendations? Well, you know, things like uh, using, uh, not using Internet Explorer. She had some, What your first two, recap real quick. The first two were... Um, I don't remember the first one. YouTube videos are your friend. And the second one I can uh, was uh, if it gives you a choice to use your email or your phone number, always pick your phone number. Mm, like why, why is that? Because you never forget your phone number. That's true. Uh, well, I never call myself. <laughs> because I find that right it, doing that is going to send you a code. Yeah. And if you use your email, it's going to send you a code. If it, you use your phone number, uh-huh. it's going to send you a code. But email, you may not ever get the code. Yeah. Right. Um, just, just there's that makes sense. The only time that has backfired on me, I was being super hardcore about my my life and security, and so I did double authentication right for everything. Right, it's like you got to send me a text and an email and get my mother's maiden name. So I did that for everything. Then I went to Canada for a Steubenville conference, and I didn't have uh, service there. So all of these things that I had to do, I couldn't log in because it's texting me oh. and not well, coming to my thing. I'm so dumb. I'm so Canada. dumb. Yeah, that's Canada. Well, now I just pay the $10 to AT&T. Yeah, I was going to say, quit being, quit, being, yeah. quit being cheap. I know. I'm so, dude, it's $10. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess plan. I'm uh, going to be unemployed for a uh, weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2020, Mike. I know. I so know. What, what podcast were you just doing? So I w- had to record an episode of a show that I do for Ascension Press called Every Knee Shall Bow. Yes. And it's one of my yes. favorite shows. Shows. Um, I mean, I do so many. It's it's in the top it's, three it, of my shows. Every knee shall bow. So it's kind of it's the uh, prequel to Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bend the knee. Uh, <laughs> I mean, not that we ever watch it. That's immoral. But uh, the <laughs> good point. Yes. Uh, no. So I do I do three podcasts. This one, uh, Catching Foxes. Don't listen. And uh, Every knee shall also bow. Also immoral. Go yes. On. Yeah. It's the Game of Thrones of Catholic <laughs> podcasts. But then I do Every Knee Shall Bow, which is about a 30 to 40 minute episode with my buddy Dave Van Vickle, who um, has my job up in Pittsburgh. And as you know, Pittsburgh's been through the ringer. I mean, they just consolidated from like 215 something ish parishes to 40, right? Or yeah, 60. well, da- down, it was like down to 65, and then they're doing it again. Wow. And, you know, up here, we have two churches that serve a community of 170,000 plus, you know, the Woodlands and the Woodlands greater area. But they have, they, you know, they're like an East Coast parish, right? They have, or, diocese they have churches on every corner where they don't have catholics on every corner they're they're all in the suburbs now so they're just struggling with a lot of that stuff and consolidating shutting down clustering but um dave's wife has uh cancer and they have they have five kids three of whom have special needs and all radically different special needs so his wife now is undergoing cancer treatment and it kind of took a turn for the worse last week and so we weren't able to record together. So whenever this happens, I have to go run to a classroom somewhere on campus yeah, yeah. and record an episode by myself. And then I have to, because, you know, it's the witty banter. It's the fun. When yeah. it's just me, I'm like, okay, well, here's he's, the top. He's, he's going through a lot right now. He too. is going through I so mean, much. He's but such he's, a good guy. He is. And you you were at Franciscan when he was mm-hmm. there, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, the guy's a baller. He tried out for the world, strong, world's strongest man competition. He used to be a bouncer at a bar just so he could evangelize people. The guy. He's intense. He's, 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 he's one of the best pro-life workers in the, in the world like i just yeah. love this guy and so i was in the office recording talking to myself you. was That's i okay. that loud jay was i too loud no no you were you weren't you weren't too loud are All you right. a podcast and listener the- do you not my podcast but podcasts in general in general <laughs> i mean how often do you listen to my podcast and would you go on to patreon.com i probably CF? listen to podcasts about once a month i it's it's not my favorite medium because mm. i'm i don't find that i'm in the car like i, I think a lot of people yeah, you live in magnolia to, and you're here I, it takes me 
virtually no time at all to get yeah. here. I, I was behind you come. yesterday on uh, Research Forest. And it, and it took you a long time to get here. No, Slowpoke. No, no. <laughs> Pedal yeah. to the metal over here. I couldn't keep up. So I, I put on my Taylor Swift and I become Mario Andretti. <laughs> I've never seen a Camry go that fast. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so this is an ancient Camry. It used to be Margaret's when she was like in high school or college or whatever. Um, but it gets really great gas mileage. Yeah. So oh, yeah. it's it's a horrible looking car. Oh, it doesn't look bad. It's builds character. But yeah, that kind of thing. Anyway, so I um, pull actually I was <laughs> I was behind her and I like pull over to the side. I'm like going to ride up so I can like wave like, hey, we're both on our way to the office. <laughs> and I couldn't keep up. <laughs> well, OK, so up. my other car is a Yukon, right? So uh-huh. it is gigantic and it goes very slow. So when I get into that little Camry, it's like zip, zip, this is fun. Yeah, that's true. I can see that. If you drive a Yukon, a Camry's like a sports car. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> a monster truck that was a sports car. I love it. <laughs> OK, so. Um, you attend normally the 7 a.m. mass on Sundays, and you also help live stream the 7 a.m. mass on Sundays. So if you have any complaints about the 7 a.m. live stream, email them to jmartin at Jay Serrato. yeah, our seminarian. No. So what is, I want to ask you a question, like, you know, questions about your faith, because that's always should be a component, not just the tech side. Sure. But who is your favorite saint and why? Um, St. Therese of Lisieux, because, um, whenever I'm feeling like a Martha and (laughs) doing all of my work, like, like we as mothers do, right? Cleaning the house, picking up after three kids, cooking for a family. Then you come to work and you have to pick up after me. Um, Just all of these things. And so many crumbs. And she was very inspirational in doing all of the things that we are called to do with great joy yeah. and just being, being happy in, in those things that you do, because in every way that you live your, live your life, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Yeah. It's, it's for the glory of God. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. When I was a youth minister, I would just buy copies whenever I could find them at like a used bookstore of St. Therese's um, story of a soul. And I would give it out to high school seniors. And one of the things is like, it's so funny because it's like, Oh, here's this kind of feminine saint right? This, you know, the little flower as she's known as, but I would give it to men and women. Everyone should read this book. And I remember a Benedictine monk was going to put the little way into practice, right? So what is the little way summary, small things with great love. Like that's how we do what we do. The devotion of the church, whether you're God is Teresa or Teresa of Avila says, whether you're in the kitchen with the pot and pans, pots and pans, not the pot and pans, that's in Denver. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> God is still moving in the midst of those, right? So everything that we do takes on this idea of like vocation, God's grace. And so I would give it out to people. And uh, this Benedictine monk wrote this blog where he's like, I tried it for one day and I failed. I tried to love the most annoying person <laughs> in the monastery and I couldn't get, I couldn't get anywhere. I couldn't get it anywhere. Yeah, I couldn't do it for a day. That, that's difficult. Yeah. That's extremely difficult. Um, my you would favorite- say me or friends, right? Me and you, Stephen? I mean, I don't know. I feel because like it's been so difficult. We should be loving you <laughs> on staff. <laughs> You've been that one guy. I was going to let you answer first. Uh, <laughs> so my other favorite story about St. Teresa of compared to our parish is the fact that we had a relic of her in our chapel for 20 years and didn't know <laughs> Dude, mm-hmm. and thought that it was yeah. St. Teresa oh, of Avila. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. So tomato, I, tomato. Yeah, you know, she's here on our campus. She's here on our campus in a relic. She's in our campus in the office. So. Uh, because I would, I, I want to affirm you. I would say that you exude that approach to your work daily very well. 
um, in the sense that like the things that would grind most people's gears, like how do I open this PDF? Like, you know, or whatever it is, like you have no problem showing people usually and, and doing it and you do it very well. So kudos. Yeah. Well done doing well small done. Uh, HTML coding with great love. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, it's really funny. Whenever I hang out with you for about nine days in a row, flowers everywhere I go, just flowers. <laughs> It's like an answer Are you to one of those? It's like an answer to prayer. Are you one of those? Well, I mean, I'm not a priest. So uh, <laughs> someone gave someone else a rose that said, yeah, I should not marry this man. I'm out of here. No, you know, like the, the tradition about that. Devotion. Yeah, you pray the novena and then yeah. on the ninth day you get a flower. Yeah. Of some sort. Right? It, it works. It's happened to me. I, everyone that does it says it works, yeah. but I didn't, become, I didn't I didn't become not. Spider-Man. Yeah. So I prayed for do, nine days. It, there's a, there's a nine day novena to St. Therese of Lisieux and, um, a lot of people say that, um, like, after the nine days, like, if your prayer has been answered in some way, like, it, yeah. there's usually, like, you will find, like, a rose somewhere in your life. But it's not always, like, someone on the front door with, like, a bouquet it's of roses. It's not bachelorette. It's not bachelorette. Some, but sometimes it feels I choose that way. you. Like, uh, like, it'll be, like, you meet someone that tells you something and their name is Rose. And you're mm. like, you know, or something like that. I don't really know. I mean, I've I've sort of experienced it in my life. Catholic superstition. Oh, totally. But I love it. It's great. It's what makes us weird. Well, so a woman named Rose was my real estate agent. We buried a St. Joseph statue upside down hey, facing hey, hey, the hey, sidewalk. Hey. So, Tracy, what drew you to church work? Ooh. Ten years ago. You missed that part of the conversation. Ooh, ten years yeah. ago. I just hit my 15th year. How weird is that? Okay, so here's where I was in my life when I when I started doing church work. Yeah. Um, I worked downtown and had a very stressful job, and I drove from Magnolia to basically downtown Houston every day and had Horrific. for— That, that you, enough will cause stress. For yeah. 20 years almost. Oh, my gosh. Um, <sighs> and someone approached me and asked me if I wanted to be on the pastoral council. That's mm. right. That was around the time of the rebranding. I remember all this. And so— I can remember saying to Mark, I can't say no. Like, I say no to a bunch of stuff, but I can't say. That's like saying no to God. Mm -hmm. How can you say no to God? I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. Mm. Yeah. So um, I participated in that. And then not long after that time in my life, I, um, I decided my daughter was starting sixth grade. My okay. son was entering kindergarten. It was just the time in my life when I really needed to be present for my children. And um, being gone that much, it just, it, you know, the cost benefit yeah. just didn't, wasn't there anymore. So I left my job and started as an independent contractor doing contract work. And I approached Robert Rios and Kathleen Larkin and said, hey, you know, the parish website is really ugly. <laughs> How about I fix it for you? Yeah. Um, and so that was one of the first iterations of um, basically that that's how that's how it started. I, yeah. I, I So the lesson is if you join pastoral council or if you criticize something, you're oh, gonna end up working here. Actually, that's funny you say that because <laughs> when I was on pastoral council, that's when I came to the realization that if if you want something done and you volunteer to do it, they'll say, yeah, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> knock yourself out. It's true. Please do. It's true. So uh, so that's it. That's where I came from. Well, nice. and, and that's good. Uh, that's good advice because we just the pastoral council actually just opened up for nominations. Yeah. And I think they had like an overwhelming they were not expecting as many people 
to volunteer. Uh, I think they had like 20 submissions like within the first few days. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's great. Um, but they only have like four to six spots, so yeah. they'll have to crush some hearts. But no, 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 no. What they're doing, uh, well, they're, they're, actually, they're discerning. They're doing a discernment. Yeah, they're discerning, but the, the facilities right now is building an arena in the football field and it's it's called the discernment arena and they're just they're given battle bats. royale they're given uh <laughs> wiffle ball bats but still bats right and yeah. then boards with nails in it and they just two men enter one man leaves kind of kind of mad max that's gonna be wild it is it yeah. is it's gonna be especially because awesome. susan Sheelander will be like refing it you yeah know? She'll she's be gonna the, be like the, the tina turner in in the mad max episode like ah! i'm very excited <laughs> susan you got my vote <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be fun i just got the visual of that i did incredible, too incredible yeah. incredible yeah i think it's beautiful you know this is how the church moves for 2000 years <laughs> so that's what the coliseum was really all about yeah, it was really just parish oh. council <laughs> go in there oh man that, that took a turn for the worse so <laughs> so let's quickly move on back to tracy so can you help us out as a mom and as a wife how do you impart the faith? How, how, how does it, what does it look like in your own home with your kids or with your spouse? Like what are key things that you've done? Over how, the do, how do my sons turn out as good as your son? That's what we're, that's what we're trying to get towards. Or even like halfway good. Yeah. Even halfway as good as your son <laughs> has turned out. Um, I think that's a really good question for this week out of the year as we are moving into faith formation. It's all I'm and, thinking about. Um, I know. <laughs> we're moving into faith formation and um, all of our documents this year, right, because we're, we're, we're not able to, um, to teach the children the faith here present on our campus um, and having to go back to the parents or the primary catechists of their children and I'd say that's that's just so true. It's it's yeah. how we it's how we live my family life, to your point, Mike, um, is if you don't know your own faith, it's really difficult to teach it to your children. And so um, and incorporating it in, in Hold on, hold on. Can we replay that back? If you don't know your own faith, it's really difficult to teach it to your children. Say it one more time. If you don't, you don't know, know your own faith, it's really difficult to teach it to your children. Go on. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> and I wouldn't Emphasis. say that I, I'm, I didn't go to Franciscan. I didn't study theology. Oh, strike, I did, strike two. Go on. I was actually going to say bonus points. Go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you have your I mental health have, intact. I just have a really, you know, um, desire to learn about um, God and the faith. And sure. um, I feel like if you really you really love that part of the church. Yeah. Um, it's important for you to share those things with your children. So um, my kids grew up watching, um, they call them the Jesus movies. When they were, when they were <laughs> little, when they were with your kid's age, right? Back when VHS was popular. Uh, the ones that were filmed we, in the 70s. We would walk, uh, we, uh, Mark and I were walking through the Woodlands Mall, which was brand new back then, I think. <laughs> and there was a guy selling like, a hundred videos of all the Bible stories. Like okay. this is even before Veggie Tales, right? Okay, so think about that, right? What? So long ago. And it was. It <laughs> I was remember one of those life things, before Veggie Tales. Yeah. It was one of those things like, um, uh, do you really want to get sucked into buying this Encyclopedia Britannica set? But we did. We paid. We we paid an enormous amount of money for this set of videos. But I'm telling you, it it was a huge. It made a huge impact on my children's lives just cool. because they 
they were able to watch all of those um, and grow up with all of those Bible stories. And um, and now as adults, right, they come to church and we listen to all of them. Do you still have the set? Actually, until recently. I'm like, VHS, what am I going to do with all of this? Convert it. <laughs> but um, yeah. I think you can find some of them on YouTube. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. There. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, everything's on YouTube. Everything's I grew up. I grew up with Cecil B. DeMille's Ten Commandments, right? Charlton Heston. Oh, yeah, Ten I love Commandments. that one. That we watch it. Not only did we, we, we watch, watch it, it every Easter. Yeah, yeah. we watch it every so Easter we. on ABC or whatever channel I came on, but we owned it and we would watch it. Like, I, Charlton Heston is such an overactor in that. Ugh. Your eyes are like the sun, and his God is God. Oh, no, that was the old Brenner. Anywho, that just crazy overacting, but I love that movie and the storyline. Why, why was it stuff. always played on Easter? I never understood because, that. Well, because it's I also weird, huh? Guys, it's the Jewish feast of Passover. Oh, oh. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the knew, whole Egypt thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know what's great about that's, what I you said? I guess that's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, our Paschal lamb has been sacrificed. If you don't get that, you don't get anywho. So the <laughs> the thing that you were just saying is actually what I was just talking about in that little office over there for every knee shall bow, which is this this brilliant book that we had to study in at Franciscan was like it's called the the art of teaching Christian doctrine, and in it he says when you're teaching children you should do these four things: one, the Bible stories, the salvation history, but the great stories of old and new. Two, liturgy. Three, doctrine. Four, Christian living. And he says, when you do it in that order, you, you're giving them doctrine, but through the stories, right? You're teaching them about worship, but through the stories. And kids can understand the stories. And the amazing thing is to watch, because they can track a story, but they lose the when you're just teaching them like dogmatic you know, theology or whatever. The idea of, of just having kids know the stories means that when they sit down and they hear it proclaimed at Mass in the liturgy, they already know what's going on. They have a visual in their head. They have a visual in their head. You know, they have they have the the general plot line kind of sketched out. So when St. Paul is referencing, or St. Peter is referencing Noah and the flood, which prefigured baptism, in their little heads, they can say, oh, right, like they're on a boat. They were saved in the water. I am saved in the water of baptism. Like that. that's the connections that, that they can make so easily and organically. But when they don't know those great stories, then the Bible becomes this opaque, I don't get it, I don't know it, I don't, you know, it, it doesn't make sense to me, there's no life there, you know, so that's awesome. See, you intuited what I had to learn at Franciscan, it cost me $36,000 a year. It's fine, no, it's fine. It's okay. wasn't and that ab- much. And above and beyond that, I would say... Um, I had a tax, I had a dumb tax. Oh, okay, yeah. got it. The biggest impact on forming my children were Mark's parents. They are two of the most holy people I, mm. I awesome. know. And, um, you, you know, they, when the kids would go up there when they were little every week in the summer, you know what? Seven o'clock mass. It's Cistercian in Dallas. You know, they, they would take them nice. to daily mass. I used mass to go to mass when I lived every, in Dallas. Like, they know when they're going to Grand yeah. and Granddad's house, they're going to mass every single day. And, um, and my mother-in-law has, like, I think every movie made about every saint like if <laughs> those you little cartoons watch, no, no even even um you know real life okay. movies like uh if you want to know about esther in the old testament mm. or um One. saint cecilia you know you name it she's got a video of nice. every single saint Interesting. so vhs would, 
Mm, some of them are on DVD and wow. Blu-ray, like for real. <laughs> on go. Blu-ray, so. we got some. Uh, we got Laserdisc. <laughs> We're talking microfiche. It can is I awesome. can I tell you? Uh, I have a confession. When I was uh, when I was in middle school, I was a teen assistant for Vacation Bible School at um, my parish in Georgia, and uh, they made me dress up as Larry the Cucumber and direct traffic every morning for Vacation Bible School. Love it. So you are welcome for that visual. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> who, who was your Bob the Tomato? Anybody? Did you I have can't a remember. Pick? It was a friend. I think it was, if I remember correctly, it was my friend Stephanie, uh, who was, we were actually state friends through like youth group in high school. She lives and is married and has a family of her own in, uh, in Atlanta, actually. They live in Atlanta. So it was funny because I, we went away to college and hadn't seen her and she went to Georgia Tech. And then uh, we ran into each other again at the cathedral in Atlanta as young adults, um, both before we were married uh, in the young adult group there. And so there you go. Small like, world. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she was she was Bob. <laughs> Bob? Yeah. Just imagine <laughs> that interaction. My mom was the director of religious education at my church, and she always made me dress up as whatever saint I had to be. But since I was six years old, I had a full beard, so I was always Saint Joseph. You know, it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> it's weird. I know, right? It's weird, but I believe it. I know. Can I have some cray crackers. You kind of ha- you kind of have the same beard uh, as Moses in the mm-hmm. Ten Commandment movie. Right. Yeah. That's why I go right. I go full Charlton Heston. Good. I just I just do. You can pull it off. <laughs> that tree is on fire, but it is not consumed. <laughs> and then I guess the other thing that I would say about formation of uh, our children is just um, having a prayer life. I'm telling you, if mm. their dad doesn't say almost every day, you said your prayers, right? Or um, uh, j- just imparting on them the, n- the need to have that mm. personal relationship with God. It's, it, it, I think it, um, it starts from a very young age, right? You can't, you can't wait until they're old enough to really comprehend all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a it's a lifelong it's a lifelong process. Yeah, it is. It and you is. learn by doing. And you learn by doing. Yeah. There's nothing that warms my heart more than my middle son Luke right now because he loves to do the sign of the cross every night when we pray before bedtime and just it it's like it's the best thing as a father. Now I can't figure out how to get my oldest to do it. He just sits there and watches us pray. But I'm hoping that one. <laughs> Come day, on, pray, Daddy. You say that again, I'll cut you. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah okay. it's possible. We'll let it slide. So, yeah, I mean, he's the oldest. He's in charge. So yeah. whatever he says goes. But <laughs> Maybe we'll next see. week. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's awesome. How you feeling, Tracy? You ready to wrap it up? I feel splendid. You, you feel like sending out some emails and and hacking some CSS three? Is that what you is that what you do? Is that what you do most of the time? You're just hacking. You're a hacker. Mm, I wouldn't say that. No. no. <laughs> I try. Stop, to, I'm, stop I'm, trying I'm, to paint I'm her a in a light. Serious rule follower, Michael. I'm I know. Serious rule follower. I just except I, for when she's driving that camera. <laughs> 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 I would love to see, I would love to see as the registration emails go out and you start getting stuff that there's like, you accept payment here. Credit cards are accepted. Your, your bank account, whatever. And then it's just like Bitcoin and it just routes right to your own personal account. And it's <laughs> for just, church registration, yeah, we, can use Bitcoin. we do not accept Bitcoin. Bitcoin no. Yet. Why does this go to the yet. Cayman Islands? It's like Tracy's a hacker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tracy. Last chance before the episode's over. Is there any knowledge or anything you would like to impart on the parish before we let you go? Just know that there really is somebody, like a live person, ready to answer the phone and answer your email. Um, Really about anything. If, If there's if there's something 
some question that you want to ask, like case in point, earlier this week, we sent out an email telling people who are giving online and getting paper envelopes, we discontinued their paper envelopes. To save money and save paper. And and I, and I had yeah. some people um, that sent an, a message back saying, if only I had known where to do, you know, where to go or what, if I, I would have canceled those a long time ago. I just didn't know, I just didn't know how. I would just impart to people, if there's any question, mm-hmm. any Ask. question. It's like, it's like Ann Landers. Remember that old, that, mm, uh, yeah, that yeah. Ann Landers, support at ap.church. We will answer your questions. We will answer your questions. And yeah. not just questions about church stuff. She's talking relationship advice. She's no, talking no, college placement no, exams no. and how to cheat on them. She's talking a whole bunch <laughs> no. of stuff. She okay, she's here. not Aunt Becky. Okay, oh, she's, so. not, <laughs> she's, she's not Aunt Landers. Okay, I got yeah, it. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. So support at ap.church. It's true. You know what's so funny, though? I love having that little extra chore of ripping my envelopes in half and putting it in the recycling. <laughs> it just feels good to me that I'm giving something back. No more. They've been canceled. So are hundreds of other people. Uh, I, yeah. I have never paid with those envelopes. If you, if you, my parents don't know how to pay without the envelopes. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? If you found out how much we save by not sending you those envelopes, you'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's It was kind of, right. yeah. Uh, Tracy, how do I cancel my envelopes? You go to ap.church forward slash envelopes and you fill out a little form and it says <laughs> i don't want envelopes or i do want envelopes wow the so you mysteries can of the you church. can reverse it if you're mad that we canceled because you're like well mm. i just want the envelopes uh, for wallpaper dearest uh, dearest tracy i would enjoy uh, uh six or seven envelopes a month uh, that would be great thank you yeah we can do that you can do that mm-hmm. same okay. same you won't say yes but you can do that same web address you're this guy why did we invite him it was nicer when it was just the two of us we were getting through more just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much right. for coming out. We loved Thanks. having you. And I, I loved interrupting. Time. We'll have you back. Thank you. We'll have you back if you'll have us back. Oh, yeah. I had a boss. All right. Perfect. All right. If you need to find Tracy, support at ap.church or teamish at ap.church. Or if you're German, teamish at ap.church. Team Mish. Team <laughs> <laughs> That's all. At first, I thought you said team Mish, well, like like there's like some competition because she's actually going to enter into the arena of discernment. <laughs> no, I, I, I no. did. I you did, did, my, I did time. my time Fair on enough. pastoral time. counsel. Yeah, she's she's much more valuable at this point uh, doing what she does. Yeah, for the no kidding. Office. So. No kidding. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening. If you listen, yeah. What a wonderful show. God bless y'all. Thanks. Bye. If you listened, of course they listened. <laughs> They're still here with us. Wouldn't it be funny if there are people who watch this on mute? They're like, uh, gosh, Stephen's just so dreamy, but no one hears his voice.